Good morning. I'm Susan Bettinger, and I'm the one who went to Cyprus. And I want, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the island of Cyprus. I'm going to show you where it is. This world. For those of you who have good imaginations, because you can't see this, here is Turkey. You can see Turkey in your mind's eye in Syria. You know there are right angles. Cyprus is about equidistant from Turkey and Syria. Uh, it would be a long swim. But the location of Cyprus is really important to its history, like everything else is, because of, of where it is central to the development of civilization in the Middle East. The history of Cyprus goes back to about 8,200 B.C. The first signs of permanent settlement were in the Neolithic Age, and uh, the earliest pottery found dates back to about 5,000 B.C. In the latter part of the 13th century B.C., mainland Greeks began to develop Cyprus. Between 1550 and 400 B.C. Uh, was called the geometric and, and archaic periods, and it involved the establishment of new city kingdoms. Folk tales of, the, uh, of that time and since tell that new towns were created by the heroes of the Trojan Wars on the return from the conflict, and these correlate to the last uh, waves of Archean Greek settlement, which led to the eventual Hellenization of Cyprus with the adoption of the Greek culture and language. Between 480 B.C. and 330 A.D., were the classical Hellenistic and Roman periods. Between 480 and 310 B.C., the part of the, uh, the Cyprus was part of the Persian Empire, which came to an end in 30 B.C. Uh, Ptolemy was appointed governor by Alexander the Great, and this gave rise to the influences of, Alex, of Alexander and the Egyptian, the ancient Egyptian influences in, in areas of art. 30 B.C. was the onset of Roman rule, included 300 years of, of economic growth in Cyprus. The Christian conversion began in 45 A.D. by the apostles Paul and Barnabas. 330 A.D. to 1191 A.D. was the Byzantine period. In 330 A.D., the capital of the Roman Empire was moved from Rome to Constantinople, and the church was split between the Eastern Roman Empire and the Western Roman Empire. Cyprus was in the Eastern Roman Empire. At this time, silk 
wooden shipbuilding, silver, goldsmithing, and goldsmithing industries were developing. Ecclesiastical art and mosaics were, were uh, being uh, developed. The Arab raids began in 648 A.D. and continued until 965 A.D., uh, the result of which was some of the castles and fortifications that I'll be showing you pictures of. Between 1192 and 1489 was the Frankish period. This began in 1191 when Richard the Lionheart, who had married on Cyprus, sold Cyprus to the Knights of Templar. It was a strategic crusade leaping off point, and the Knights of Templar gave it back. Richard then sold it to a French nobleman who founded a dynasty of kings and queens that lasted until 1489. The Catholic Church was, inst uh, was instated as the official institution of state during this period. In 1291, after the fall of the Latin Kingdom of Jerusalem uh, to Egyptian forces, Cyprus remained the sole bastion of Christianity in the east, as well as an important trading post in, east, in the eastern Mediterranean. Between 1489 and 1571, it was under Venetian control. Uh, the exports were wheat, barley, sugar, cotton, wine, and olive oil. Uh, the main cottage industries were textiles, and was, lace was beginning to be produced in Lefkarna. In 1522, the Ottomans conquered the island of Rhodes, which resulted in the building of fortifications around some of the cities in on Cyprus. Between 1571 and 1878, Cyprus was a part of the Ottoman Empire, and a Muslim community was established for the first time on Cyprus. Between 1878 and 1906, it was, Cyprus was under British rule. I'm sorry, 1960. And in 1959, uh, Cyprus was granted uh, independence. Now, I've told you all that because the influences you'll be able to see in, in some of these photographs what this was about. Now, as Steve will begin the slideshow, I'm going to talk to you about what I saw. This is a beach. <laughs> On Limassol, I lived for three weeks in Limassol. Uh, two blocks from this particular beach, and this is where I went to swim and take my granddaughter to build sandcastles. Limassol is the second largest island, uh, on, uh, second largest city on the island. It was developed in 1119. It was here that Richard the Lionheart uh, allegedly married a woman from, I've got that somewhere. I'll get it. I'll get it to you in a minute. I just don't know where I put it. Oh, a Navarian woman in 1119. The I, this this 
city is the island's main point, and it's the center of the Cypriot wine industry. The next couple of, of pictures are uh, houses. Look at these. People live here. Beautiful. I walked by these. I walked by these these places almost every day. Uh, the next the next photograph I think is also a a house. I just thought they were wonderful. Nearby Limassol is a very old area called Curion, and uh, the next picture. This is out of place, actually. This is one of the mosaic floors in the old city at Turion. The, the things have wonderful histories. This was the house house of Eustophilus. It a complex of baths and rooms with beautiful mosaic floors. we might have some pictures of it. Oh, that's me saying wow. <laughs> and and in, a, in a few minutes we'll see some of the uh, some of the tiles. These houses, this one had started out as a public villa but or a private villa, but there were public rooms in it. And it is now covered, uh, is the picture back, behind, behind the amphitheater. That cover is over the excavation. There were about 40 rooms in this house and long passages with the, with the uh, mosaic on the floor so that the people in the area could come into this house. It must have been it must have been wonderful. Next picture. 
I took a bus. I took a bus trip. Go to this. I took a bus. I took a bus to Paphos. Paphos is a. Uh, it's a seaside city. It was once the capital of Cyprus, and it is absolutely full of wonderful things to look at. Not not all of which I saw. That is no. Go, stay there. Stay there. This is this is one of the forts that was built after when in the Byzantine period. There were things. Power was changing in this part of the of the planet, and the Cypriots were trying to protect their own. This is a. Uh, it's a fort on the right on the point in in Paphos, and in. Inside, there are several stories to it and cells where they kept their prisoners. This was a military fortification. From there, I walked in blazing heat, next, next picture, to the ruins. Now, this was just one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen in my life. This is a, this is a bath in, in the, another house, this one located in, in Paphos. The, the next couple, oh, this is just part of the ruins. These things were all around. It was marvelous. Everywhere you looked, you could see this, this wonderful old stuff. The next picture, Steve. This is one of the tile floors. Look at that. Somebody, somebody made that. It's 2,000 years old. These things, interestingly, were discovered by a farmer. In, uh, uncovered by in 1962. Isn't that wonderful? You never know what you're walking on. The next the next slide is is another one of these tiles. Now there there is in Paphos in this same archaeological site there is a a building that's been constructed around some rooms, and there are three houses or four houses. Uh, Dionysus, the house of Theosus, the house of Aeon, and the house of Orpheus, and they are right next to one another. I, I didn't take pictures of them because they're under, they're in this building. The tiles are beautiful. The colors, because they are, they are protected, the colors are, are, are pretty good. And there's a wonderful, wonderful, huge mosaic of two goddesses. One of them was Aphrodite, who was born, came out of the sea in this area. And I can't remember who the other goddess was, but they were having a beauty contest. Can you imagine what kind of energy would have been generated by two goddesses having a beauty competition? You could still feel it. The next photograph is of the Papas Lighthouse. I spent four hours having gotten off the bus and gone to the, the fort, the castle that you saw earlier, 
And then I walked around in all of this for four hours. Now, in the, the houses are protected. There are walkways for you to, uh, to stay off the, the ruins. But, but something like this, you can sit down and tie your shoe. The lighthouse is not working anymore, I don't think. Uh, it was not available for me to walk around. In 1974, the, there, was an, uh, some, uh, there was a Greek conflict, and the Turks, who are not very far away, invaded the northern part of Cyprus, ostensibly to protect the interests of the Cypriot Turks, the Turkish Cypriots. They are still there. And the, the, they, 37.5% of the island is under, under Turkish occupation. And the Greek Cypriots call it precisely that the area of occupation since 1974. They always give you all that information. The Cypriot Turks call it northern Cyprus. There, there are, there's a fence. Did anybody go to Berlin when it was divided? It was, it was an interesting experience. In order to go to northern Cyprus, I had to take a tour and go through a checkpoint in Nicosia, and we'll see a picture or two of Nicosia, maybe not, Nicosia. Nicosia is the capital. It's in the center of the country. But I had to go on a bus with a tour guide to get to northern Cyprus. And, and this the woman was wonderful. She was a, a Greek Cypriot, and she was telling us as we approached, we had to go through the mountains, as we approached Nicosia and the checkpoint, she said that we would have a Turkish person would come on the bus with us. And he was there because he knew the language. Well, I don't know what language they speak Greek. And uh, that she would no longer be referring to the area of occupation. It would now be northern Cyprus. And he was with us the whole time. And I went, I went from there to, to Kyprenia, which is a, a coastal city in northern Cyprus, and it, it was beautiful. The, and there's a castle. There's, there's a castle in Kyprenia. This is a picture of the castle. This was wonderful. The next that door. The, the castles are built around courtyards. This is a very large one. And uh, in, the, in the walls are rooms and they lived there. Up the stairs and through that door takes you to a two-story room. In, inside is the a half of a hull of a ship that went down, they have dated in 324 B.C. 
in the harbor at Caeprinia. 324 B.C. It's beautiful. It's beautifully preserved. And they were saying that the amphora that had the olive oil on the ship when it went down were still intact. And a diver had found this in the the 60s. And and they had uh, pulled it up. Isn't that wonderful? 3,000 or 324 B.C. I spent a lot of time. Caeprinia Harbor, which is the next slide. See the, the castle in the background? This was very beautiful. This is a lovely, lovely city, and it's very modern. But the feeling that I had was that this part of Cyprus has cancer. The feeling, the occupied feeling. Now, mind you, I had come from the other side, and the people that I had talked to were, uh, were, were very bitter about the Turkish occupation. The next uh, photograph is inside the, the castle. Inside, yeah, inside the castle. I, I just grabbed a Brit, told her to take my photograph. She did that. I went again on the tour from Caeprinia up, up the mountain to a place called Bella Pay. And the next picture, uh, this is what I saw looking out of the, up on the, on the mountain. This, this, this is what, what I saw. This is the city. Isn't that beautiful? And the mountains, the mountains are right behind. It's just, it was lovely. The next picture is also the same city from the, from a balcony in this abbey. And the next photograph, uh, I like these arches. And my daughter is a civil engineer and I wanted her to tell me how they work. Uh, this is this, this abbey called Bella Pay and the Turkish Cypriots do not permit the Greek Orthodox to have uh, services in this in this 700-year-old church. This is Byzantine. The next picture is the same structure. I was just struck by all of these beautiful arches and lines and shadows. From Limassol, the people whom I was visiting made certain that I saw as much as I could. They took me to a little town called Omados, which is famous for uh, for wine making. And the next several photographs are are from this little town. We had lunch in a, in a restaurant. The streets are very very narrow, so there's very little. Automobile traffic. The next picture, too. Aren't they beautiful? I took a cruise. It took, I went on a three-day cruise on a big ship to Rhodes. So now I went to Greece. And the next photograph, it might be the, no, no, it's not the only one I have. This was a street, go back to the, that one. 
I walked down this, this is in Rhodes. Now, Rhodes is an island, but there, there's an old city, which is part of the fortification that was developed out of the time of all the wars and the conquests. And this on one side, it was the, it was the right side, uh, is the wall, the outside wall of the city. To the left is an inner wall. At the top is an archway where maybe six arches meet in the center. It, it was about 25 feet up. I did a lot of saying, holy smoke. Look at that. But I, the first time that I saw this, this was a morning picture. I'd leaped off the ship and run back to take this photograph. I saw it the first time at night, and the only light came from electric torches along the side, along those, the alleyway. I could have, it could have been 1,200. It was wonderful. It was it was it was wonderful. It was it was one of the best things that happened. Looking at that, uh, looking down that alley and feeling like I was uh, a thousand years back. The next picture, I love this. This is in Rhodes, in the old city. So, someone has an apartment in that wall, and this this everywhere you turn, there was an excavation. And people just live with it and in it in that, in that case. I went also on the island of Rhodes. I took a little tour and I went to a town called Lindos, which is on the coast. Well, it's all coast. It's an island. Uh, the next picture or two, that's, uh, that is the city. Now, what these pictures don't give is a picture of how uphill and downhill all of this is. There's no flat. And the, the houses climb up the mountains. And they, they, they're painted white. They have blue doors. I think there's a picture. Is that a blue door? Okay. This is in Lindos. Look, look at that. that the, the street is probably six feet across. I, we walked a whole lot and climbed a whole lot. The next picture is of Lindos, and I think it's also the last picture. See the Acropolis at the top? I climbed up there. It was very hot. I made certain that I had on good traction shoes. <laughs> I could just see myself bounding down. Uh, I climbed up to the Acropolis that day. I was in that city for about four hours. And that's, that's the last photograph that I have. Uh, it's not the last photograph. What is, <laughs> what is this? Oh, this is, look at this. It goes up and down. Uh, with the mountains in the background, there are two mountain ranges in, uh, in Cyprus, one on the north side and one kind of south of the center. Uh, olives. 
lace. There's not, there, of the best farmland is in that 37% that the Greek, or that the Turkish Cypriots have. Uh, how I felt about it, and this is why I wanted to talk about it, how I felt about it was the continuity of it. I, I know there are a lot of travelers in here, and I've traveled some too, and we've been to a lot of places. But nowhere in my experience have I ever felt as, as in touch with the people who had been there before as I was on this island and in Rhodes. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm old. Uh, I, I don't know why it affected me the way that it did, but it was, it was spiritual to be there and to feel the energy of 4,000 years, 8,000 years, 10,000 years of civilization on that island. Has anybody in here been there? Go. It was, it was wonderful. The water is beautiful. It was it, where I was in Limassol. It was very clear, and I spent one day on a boat, and and in the water, it was it was wonderful. But in Paphos, I was walking. I got lost, and I was walking back, and there I was walking by a beach house, and the, this is a very rocky coast, and there were some kids in the water. And I walked down to the to a, a landing nearby where they were, and I had to look. Where does the water? Where can I see the water? It was so clear. It looked like they were in air. It was it was wonderful. The whole, it was wonderful. Okay, thank you. That's all I. That's that's my summer vacation. Thank you for sharing it with me.